Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one running minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I thought we were done with this. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> Why are you making we're me doubt even, my We're not even my close progress, to done with these running minutes. Um, so today uh, we're joined by Myrn Kennedy and Jessa Lowe from Point Break Minute. Hello again, you guys. Oh, just keep breathing. <laughs> right? Oh, I feel like I've I feel like I just ran a mile watching that. And today we're gonna to be talking about minute twenty-eight, which starts with Wormtongue producing a document with a very, very wonderful flourish, and he says he signed it this morning. Oh my gosh. Um, and it ends with Gimli, Aragorn, and Legolas running into the sunset. Oh yeah. Yay. But we are no nowhere near they, done with they just gotta keep running. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh I also, I have notes for the immediate beginning of this minute as yep. well. Mm. I took very good notes for this week. Okay, good uh, job. So the the producing of the signed piece of paper mm-hmm. is in the extended, but not in the theatrical. Oh, oh. it's a good, good addition. I don't know. I, at this point, uh, I've completely as, forgotten what was in the original because I only own the extended versions. Uh, I also only own the extended for quite a while, but I managed to track down a copy of the theatrical to do this. Uh, so that we could compare them. I know, I've literally only needed. seen the theatrical like once. <laughs> just to watch it, like <laughs> just in the theater, I would assume. Yeah. And uh, so some of the dialogue here is also a little different from when Ammer pushes uh, Wormtongue against the wall to the producing of the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't know that they were going to need to make a wax seal for a document of Theoden's symbol. 
until right before they filmed the scene and then it didn't wind up in the theatrical. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and uh, separately from that, uh, I've always just looked at this as, huh, I feel like no one who works for Theoden would look at that document and go, yep, that's totally his signature. <laughs> that's yeah. legit. The si- yeah, the signature is... That looks legit. The yeah. signature is great. That was my first real, like, oh, wow, yeah, that's... It, it looks it, like... I can see a T and then a squiggle down. Yeah, and then it looks like, like he fell asleep so... before finishing it. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the, the name just fell off a cliff. Yep. Like My notes literally say, he signed it this morning. Ha, 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 So, <laughs> yeah. Now I have a banishment I mean, that's letter. basically... Ho, ho, ho. It's basically, like, a giant middle finger yeah. at Aomer yeah, as sure. he's being dragged out of his home. <laughs> it's just like, oh, and by the way, if you think that this is just word of mouth... I have some news for you. Here's some squiggles. I have a legal document. Yeah. I had it the whole time. Yeah. Saying that you are screwed. Like, <laughs> it says it right here. In the fine print. In the fine print. It says, Amor is screwed. <laughs> Signed by your own uncle. Mm. What a shame, that. I know, that signature looks so phony. Yep. Though I guess it, It's like it a three-year-old trying to forge his name. I mean, he's so old and decrepit. Now, it... It tracks. I mean, yeah. I, and how old did we find out Theoden was? He's like 80. Yeah, he's like 70. No, he's like 71. Or oh, 71. Like he's yeah. A little over he 70. He actually is 70. In, you know. Yeah, Theoden is like in his 70s. Oh, wow. And yeah. Denethor is like 90. Oh, yeah. He look, he look, he definitely... Well, like, oh, yeah, I guess they don't they don't really look that old, but do people... Do humans age differently in Middle-earth? So Some of them do, but also like some of the... I mentioned this on Mike before... But uh, a lot of the royal blood in Middle-earth among humans a contains elvish, some right? Numenorean blood, oh. which contains some Elvish blood. They have a little bit longer lifespans. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know, because the... when he comes out of his stupor, that's like a good-looking 70. Right? Yeah. That's like, he just dropped like 100 years. <laughs> yeah, he, look, he looks very vibrant. He, I would have guessed he was more like 50. I mean, Bernard Hill was around 50, I think, when they filmed yeah, this. So I think he was, he just, yeah. That's interesting. I, I did not know that little little uh, fact there. Yeah, Theoden is quite old because, uh, I mean, it, it's also a little later. He is old enough to remember Aragorn the last time he was in Rohan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was a child then. Yeah, I think Aragorn says, like, what age Theoden must have been at the time, but I don't remember what it is up yeah, to Yeah, and, and Aragorn's, like, 50, right? No, Aragorn is 88. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's almost 90. He is a year younger than Denethor. Yeah, that's crazy. Weird to think about that. Like I, I forget about those little things, but it's it's funny to think about. Mm-hmm. And like same thing with like Wolverine in yeah. X Men. He's like he's actually pretty old. He's know, like two hundred like or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something, something, like, something that. like that. He was born before the American Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And what? Yeah, totally. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's what. I, I'm not a comics reader, but that's that's my understanding. Huh. It's weird. You kind of forget about that just watching. Like, Young. Yeah, he spent some time in yeah. Japan, like in the 1800s. Oh, yeah, that's right. That awful movie. Uh. Well, no, that I mean that takes place in the modern day. Oh, okay. That's that's not, but yes, awful movie. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, had, we just went yeah, way up. Whatever. I mean, New Jackman's from Australia. Uh, it's 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 relatable. It's relevant, sort of. Yeah. He's from, he's from Australia. <laughs> so he could have he could have so, been Aragorn. He could have been. That would have been fine. Didn't they? Weren't they entertaining the idea of him? I think so. Do you... It was like him and Russell Crowe, who was also Australian. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's fine, but it would have been a weird Aragorn. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's Russell Crowe. I expect him to be a lot more quiet and broody. Mm. Aragorn's a little more active and not so... Not broody in the same way as Russell yeah. Crowe tends to be of, in action he's movies. Broody. He's a little broody. He's kind of like... He's not super broody. I don't know. He's like optimistically broody. He's a little bit squat, too. Like, you know, Aragorn, like yeah. Viggo Mortensen, that's right, who that's who plays Aragorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so he's all, yeah. like, lithe and, like, yeah. bling, bling, but, like, yeah. I, feel I don't like know. Russell Crowe is just one step away from Ray Winstone. Yeah, or a potato. <laughs> that's not a direction we want to go with Aragorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's uh be a little harder to make the scale look right with Orlando Bloom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so this this minute jumps from the Golden Hall to some Urkai running, and from the ground perspective camera from behind, we can see them carrying Marion Pippin very briefly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you then go. good continuity. In the wide sh- and then in the wide shot. Yeah, the helicopter shot. There is no oh. Marion Pippin <laughs> being carried oh, by those Urkai. Good continuity. I I didn't even look for that, but yeah. Oops. They are chasing the wrong group of Urukai. Honestly, the only reason um, it came up is because we were listening to the actor commentary and Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd are like, hey, we're not in that shot. I, I paused it and like looked and we're not in that shot. Yeah, you can frame by frame and they're not there. It's really, that's that's like the, the mystical car that drives in the background of... Um, right, which by the time of the release of the extended editions right, is right. wiped from the... Or by the time of the release of the DVDs is wiped out of the movie. There's a mystical car? There's yeah, a car in... in the background of a shot in the Shire. Supposedly. Oh, nice. During, yeah. when they were running it in the theaters. Nice. <laughs> that nobody caught. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, like, it's what, almost 12 hours of material if you count the extended stuff? Yeah, among all three movies. And, like, Peter Jackson talks about, like, the rough cut for each film being, like, more than four hours long. Yeah. Oh, man. I want all of the footage. I I want all of it. I don't know if I do. <laughs> I want every polished scene that could have been in the movie. <laughs> Just get the full the full effect. I want the the super mega full scale director's super mega cut. Ultra extended. Yeah. Like the five hour version of, of Fellowship and the, like the probably like the nine hour version enough, of Return though? of the King. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> With like eight more endings. Eight more okay, endings. I love yeah. these movies, but that's entirely too much Return of the I'd, King. I'd watch it. I'd watch them. <laughs> I would too. I don't, two hours of it is just battles on the Pelner Fields, and I would just watch all of it. I mean, there's probably a three hour cut of Helm's Deep somewhere. Yeah, but I don't want that because we saw that third Hobbit movie, and that was three hours of a battle. I don't. I don't want that, but. Gimli is super relatable. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so Gimli... Yeah. Um, who I called Gnome Guy. Um, gnome and... Guy. <laughs> so... He's a dwarf. Oh, okay. So. Right. Dwarves uh-huh. and gnomes are close. They're close. close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, everyone agrees, right? That when they're exercising and you're feeling out of breath, this is what you picture. Yeah. Right? This is like the meme that comes into your mind is the just keep breathing. <laughs> yeah. Like he's everyone's out of shape spirit animal. Yeah. Breathe. So just the, keep breathing. Yes. That's the key. Yes. Breathe. The Gimli, the Gimli humor in these movies doesn't always work for me. It, um, I think it needs to be there because, uh, as you said, you need to have that relatable character because mm-hmm. we're not all as perfect as Aragorn and Legolas. Um, but uh, I just, I end like, I don't always laugh at it. I just kind of feel bad for him sometimes. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he, and honestly, like thinking about it, like they have to be like stopping every now and then to wait for him to catch up. We, uh, we talked about know, that. We just, like we talked about that a couple weeks ago and it doesn't seem practical. Right. 
to run ahead and then like wait. Yeah. And then run ahead. So maybe they're. But just... they're just so fit that they're just not running out of breath. Yeah. 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 Maybe but they, they are. You know, just letting him. You know, you're only as fast as your your slowest. I mean, teammate. and it seems like they're running for hours. There's got to yeah. be a trail yeah. of like sweat and vomit that's just following him the entire way. That beard has to be disgusting. Yeah. And poor Gimli, he's probably still recovering from the tumble down the hill he took a couple yeah. weeks ago. What was it? It was three days and nights, no food, no sleep, just running. Yeah. And no, see... Nothing of our quarry, but we're bare rock and tell. And then like three minutes later, he falls down the hill. Yeah. And then he gets up. And keeps following them. And now here he is running uphill, totally out of breath. Gimli has just had a rough, like, week. He's, He's also got, scrappy. like, what, 30, 40 pounds of armor on? Yeah, um, I'm, as I said earlier, before, John Reese davies said the helmet is 14 pounds. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but he had to wear it. So however heavy he felt like it was, that's how heavy it is. Yeah, I definitely feel the exhaustion and through, through coming through the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the axe weighed, like, 15 or 20 pounds. No wonder he's slow. Like, Legolas is what? Like, leather armor? <laughs> Legolas yeah. is wearing nothing. And Aragorn's Vigo got, is like... wearing chain and easily outruns Orlando. Yeah. And at the end of this minute, we can see Orlando, like, in the middle of this minute, we see or- Orlando Bloom desperately trying to catch, catch up, up to Vigo Mortensen <laughs> because they he's were playing. To be. They were playing catch, like, the whole, or playing catch up the whole time they were filming this. And, you know, Vigo's older than Orlando and is easily outrunning him in heavier clothes. Good for him. You know, Philippa, like, Philippa kind of drools over Orlando yeah, we, a bit. You see the sunset yeah. at the end of this minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sunset shot, uh, the whole, like, three and a half seconds of it that exists because Vigo Mortensen convinced the whole crew to camp out to get a sunrise to film a sunset shot. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, he, he, Barry Osborne was the second unit director that did some of these close-ups, uh, the sunset shot and the wide shots. Peter did uh, a lot of the stuff. A- anything where they're talking, Peter did the the directing for it. Mm-hmm. But all the other stuff, like the action, yeah. But like all the other stuff, like across this montage of running, uh, Barry Osborne, uh, who is one of the uh, producers, did the second unit directing for it. Mm-hmm. And Barry and Vigo were talking about how early they'd have to get up to get to the location to do a to get the sunrise to be able to film like a a sunset style shot, and. Vigo kept being like, no, we have to be there earlier than that. It's just like, that's just not going to happen. We're not going to wake up at 2.30 to be on the mountain for 5.30 to get ready for a 7 Mm a.m. sunset shot. I mean, these guys have got to be in makeup for like 18 hours. So, I mean, it's not going to (laughs) happen. And Vigo's like, well, what if if we camp out? And Barry's like, well, I'm willing to camp out. But you got to convince the Weta guys, the makeup artists, Orlando, John, Mm -hmm. uh, everyone else that has to run the cameras around me. You got to convince all these people, and Vigo's like, I'll, "I'll talk him into it." <laughs> and he got everybody to do it, and then also Bernard Hill and Miranda Otto camped out with him too. Oh my god! And Orlando, Orlando mentions like staying up all night drinking, and then just doing the shot in the morning for the sunrise, <laughs> and then just running first thing in the morning with armor yeah. on. Yeah, that sounds great. That's hilarious. Armor on, having drank for breakfast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like. Off the, I mean, they look really tired in that sunset shot. If you Vigo especially it's looks really effective. tired. It it's is like effective. the fourth day running straight. Like, but in the brief moment you see Vigo's face in that sunset shot, he looks so tired. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I think for I'm a big Battlestar Galactica fan, and for the pilot or one of the first episodes uh, where they're supposed to be awake for 
certain number of days and uh mm-hmm. edward james almost tried to convince the whole cast to stay up for five days with him oh my god <laughs> nobody did it <laughs> just him I, I, he, he probably did it by himself yeah but because uh, he's a crazy person <laughs> method acting it's like uh what uh what's his name dustin hoffman in the marathon man mm-hmm. what's the guy what's the british actor's name anyway the other guy in the marathon man uh dustin hoffman was like ru- really running to like look tired and he was like my dear dustin it's just cold acting <laughs> <laughs> so, i'm misquoting it but it's a, it's a good quote lawrence olivier lawrence olivier said that oh so, yeah so, at, at a certain point you can just act you can That's act so tired funny. <laughs> but getting the sunset is nice yeah and you see it for all of four seconds like they they put all this effort into camping out and staying up and four seconds of cinema why didn't yeah. they just film at sunset because they have very busy schedules i don't know like it... well because when you're doing it with a sun it's probably easier with a sunrise because there's a lot more room for like error as it's coming up because once it goes down it's dark that's true but as it's coming up you can keep trying again until it gets up enough that it doesn't look like a sunset anymore i guess that's true it looks really pretty yeah mm-hmm yeah, and by gosh, we're talking about it a good amount. So right, right, it's worth something. Uh, we also uh, we get a line from uh, Orlando Bloom uh, from from our good friend Legolas, Captain mm-hmm. Obvious. Yeah. What I I I've always not I, been a big fan of this line. Apparently, Philip and Fran aren't either, but it's something from the book, and they wanted to get it into the movie. Okay. Uh, it's they run as if the very whips of their masters are behind them. Yeah. He. I mean, it's, it's, He's eloquent even while out of breath. Mm-hmm. So well spoken. And he he has a broken rib while he's filming that still. Oh my oh, god. Oh jeez. And Vigo has a broken toe. Yep. They're just running. <laughs> and they're running. Vigo has a broken toe. Oh my god. And he's out running Orlando. But god, gosh darn it, they're men. They've got to do it no matter men. what. And Philippa drools over Orlando a little bit in the commentary. A little bit. It's kind of it's kind of. Um, She's like, oh, he's a great actor. That young, young boy. boy. Like he's really oh, creepy. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little weird way to phrase that, but I didn't. It, it sticks out to me in the commentary. Just listening to them talk about this, and they're talking about the line, and they're talking about, and Peter's talking about Barry Osborne doing a bunch of the filming, and then like when Fran's done talking, Philip is just like, oh, and there's he's that Orlando is a great actor, that young boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a clunker of a line though, and he does what he can with it. Right? He, so he yeah. throws it out there. That's commendable. And something like. Uh, Something like ninety percent of the lines in this movie had to be re- were redubbed in ADR because they filmed, you know, outside and it's windy right. and they're running and they get camera noise and all kinds of other stuff. So something like ninety percent of the lines across the trilogy had to be redubbed in ADR. Wow, there's not a whole lot that remains from what they got on set. But mm-hmm. uh, this week there is some of that to talk about. Okay, cool. So I honestly, my only note was Gimli's super relatable, but uh... <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I love John Rhys Davies. He's yeah. so much fun. Yeah, he's he's great in this. How, how I'm actually curious uh, how because he's actually of course like six and a half feet tall in the mm-hmm. like overhead shots. Is that a, a double for him? Yes. Yeah, that is yeah. a double. Uh, I believe the double's name is Rhett Beatty. Uh-huh. Yes. All right, that's what I thought. And he had a dislocated shoulder during a bunch of these oh running God, shots. Oh, God. everyone's, everyone's like, hurt. <laughs> everyone's injured. Everyone's just working through the pain here. <laughs> Wow. Acting. Yeah. They're here for their craft. <laughs> Indeed. So thank you guys so much for joining us again today. You're Thanks welcome. for having us. Um, I hope you guys are having fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. 
And for the listeners, if you want to check out some of the old other dueling genre movie by minute podcasts, there's Harry Potter. I'm blanking. There's Rocky. Jane Silent Bob. Running, but that's upstairs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Punching. That's got to be like a good, that's like a good five or six minutes, I'm pretty sure, in that movie. What, just the stair montage? Yeah. Uh, there's Cornetto Minute, Spider-Man Minute, Back to the Future Minute, a plethora of movies by minutes. A veritable cornucopia. Yes, as well as Point Break Minute, which uh, our guests are from. So mm-hmm. check those out. And we will be back tomorrow to talk about Minute 29. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.